0: Happy birthday, Daris. Thank you, Darius. Happy Daris Day.
1: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Greetings, salutations, and birthday surprises. It's episode twenty-eight of the Fans Unite Huddle. is brought to you by Fantasy Six Sports, where anyone can play and everyone can win. It's your home for sports talk, trash talk, and just the appropriate amount of chirping. If you haven't yet, uh, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Like us, leave a positive review. Tell your friends. We got hot takes for days, baby. Hot takes for days. My name is James Graham. I'm your host and still, even after 28 episodes, and I'm surrounded by some of the finest minds in social sports data. Uh, It's his birthday today, and so we're going to get him one of those new man rompers that uh, are uh, blown up on uh, social media right now. It's uh, Darius Ogdami. Happy Darius Day. Happy Darius Day. (laughs) You can't say that to yourself. Why not? That's weird. Thank you, Darius. Thank thank you, Darius. Thank myself. That's my birthday. And, uh, of course, joining us, as always, is the man who has recently found uh, his white whale truly in the hunt for the most obscure statistics ever. He has finally gotten to that point. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the international stats guru, John Engleby. Hello, hello. Gentlemen, let's start off with the NHL playoffs. The National Predators are up 2-1 on the uh, Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. They'll forever be the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim in my heart. Uh, any surprises so far in the series?
2: When was the last time Nashville lost a home?
1: What's Ten games back? ago. Ten games. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy streak.
2: Um,
0: also surprising, zero shots for Ryan Johansson in this game. Kessler's under the skin. And I guess it worked? Not
2: really. They lost the game. They lost the game. But I, I thought Anaheim was going to win that game, especially being up one nothing going into the third. They looked. They looked like a better team, but that home ice advantage and the late power play for Nashville... I actually want to go to a Predators game. It looks so rowdy in there. Apparently, Smashdown the
0: live Smash band Down. going and uh, like yeah. It,
2: when the when the Canucks played them, whatever five years ago, they had a big uh, car outside the stadium, and you could take a turn smashing it with a, a sledgehammer, and it, everyone just go like super rowdy
0: outside. In stark contrast to Canucks games, national.
1: <laughs> well, except for the riots.
0: Yeah. Oh, golf okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's what everyone pictures for Canucks games. Yeah.
1: So. Although yeah, it was it, it was it was kinda weird though. Uh Keith Urban, uh country superstar, yeah, uh, was doing the uh, uh, the anthems. And married to Nicole Kidman. Yeah. She looked good.
2: Mm? She She good. Did they show her? Yeah, they showed uh, her, yeah. Uh, they showed uh, her. Fair um, enough. I thought I thought ducks were gonna win the series in six. Might need to push that to seven.
1: Well, Big Poppy did call it in six.
2: Call it in six, but now they need to win three straight mm-hmm. to make that happen, which is going to be tough.
0: You see the chirping between P.K. Subban and uh, and Ryan Kessler? No, I missed that. Had like a little, actually a little uh, throat gesture at the end from
2: P.K. Subban. Wow. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It wasn't really like i I'm gesturing like uh, the the, uh, the old,
2: you know, Maybe throat was, slice, but a throat. it was more of a pointing at Maybe he was, throat. like, itchy and just wanted to scratch his neck or something. Yeah, he
0: was looking at their bench as they were leaving the stadium. So oh, it's no, like, it's do, you, do you have the playoff beard itch?
1: I've
2: got that
0: playoff
1: oh, beard yeah.
2: itch, too. I never understand why you want to give the other team more motivation. You
0: know? uh, they were going at it all game, so I <laughs> think this was just P.K. Subban being like, I got the last laugh. Yeah. yeah. You know? so, yeah it's well, a the, good
2: series. The Ducks, uh, they've been down before. They were down 2-0 against Edmonton. They're down 2-1 now. They're a, vet, they're a bunch of vets. They can, they can turn this
1: around
0: yeah I think they've already shown that they're not sh- really shaken by any any situation that comes before them that yeah. they're an experienced
1: group they've been there done that yeah. well i mean you look at the uh the vast plethora of uh, veteran ex knucks that uh, that are mainstays um you know with the ducks now uh, your Kesslers your bxs guys who have the the veteran moxie and the gumption to actually get there and uh you know you've got a bunch of dudes that can uh you know also go in as well and uh there's just someone building chairs behind yeah. us. <laughs> I thought that was Kobe. Yeah.
2: And Like you just said, the Canucks would be interesting if, uh, if Ottawa made it through, which I don't think they will, but Ottawa against Anaheim, you'll see a finals of Burroughs, Biexa, Kessler. I think most Canucks fans would be happy with um, Burroughs or Biexa carrying the Stanley Cup, but it would kind of cringe a little bit if they saw Kessler. Somewhere
1: Alan Vigneault is smiling.
2: Yeah. I'm just happy we haven't seen him lift a cup yet.
1: And our, our
0: watch for when Ryan Johansson breaks the uh, Predators franchise record for playoff goals. Continues one more, uh, probably next game. Yeah. Next, yeah. Let's be honest; the way he's playing, yeah. Um, Philip
2: Forsberg's unbelievable right now too.
0: Yeah, that line's just playing out of its mind. Yeah,
2: and they were struggling on the power play, and we said that was going to be a key for them to kind of win this series. And you know, they finally came through in the third period late with just uh, three minutes left.
1: Now, if that's been sort of the, the chirping bruzy series, um, the Penguins and the Senators feels really polite. Yeah, except for
2: uh, Crosby and Finauf kind of going at it for a little bit. Yeah, but f- oh that's yeah, and
0: minus the, uh, the um, Finauf, who do you knock out? goddamn, my blank right The uh,
2: defenseman, uh, Brian Rust. Oh
1: so, yeah, kind of leaving his feet on that one a little, a little bit. Day. But yeah. that's uh, part no, of no call. But no that's call. part of why they ended up uh, signing Finauf in the first place is they need they don't have outside of him. 100 oh, percent. Also, they need no- that grit.
0: Nothing swings momentum like a
2: big hit. Mm-hmm. Big hit like that. So not really uh, on the road as much as if he had laid that hit at home, the crowd would have just gone absolutely nuts. But I don't know how Ottawa won the first game. I don't know how they they only um, gave up one goal in game two, but I still think Pittsburgh is going to kind of do this little reverse sweep. Not reverse sweep, but they're going to win four in a row. I would I would still think Pittsburgh is going to win this in five.
0: I mean, if you told any Senators fan that they'd, You know steal one in pittsburgh and that they would hold the nhl's number one offense to two goals over two games They're taking that in a heartbeat So this is it's playing out kind of how the senators need it to in order to maybe you know sneak away with a series that they Don't have the talent really to
1: it's it's an interesting one because uh as of uh as of uh, this morning uh hornquist rust and schultz are all out for the penguins uh daily and mark Strait are both game time decisions Wow, they're so, getting
0: really beat up, especially in the uh, on the back end. Yeah. I mean, just injury after injury. Uh, yeah. This in game two, I'm surprised the Sens didn't weren't a, better able to take advantage of it be, with them being down to five defensemen. But yeah. mind um, you, that's not really their game. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's crazy. You saw Ottawa just scoring goals at will against you know Henrik Lundqvist and a good defensive team in New York, and now they've completely changed their tune, trying to sit back, slow this game down. Which I think is a, is a smart move. No, right? It's the only thing you can do yeah. with
1: Crosby and Malkin.
2: Yeah, you can't get into a kind of a shooting match. And they, guys. I,
0: I think they've seen what happens. You, you can't afford to make any mistakes with a team as good on the counterattack as, as with the Penguins. So, yeah. understandably, playing pretty conservatively.
2: And finally, Phil, Phil Kessel popped one after you get a couple of close calls that game. And out after all, after
0: all the bickering on the bench with Malkin. Yeah. Well, I mean
1: Kessel Kessel's a dick, and I mean if he's of course he's you know uh, if Malkin's making noises about like. Do I really have to play with this guy? It was just
0: playing out like a soap opera on the side. Every time uh, they went to the bench, Kessel was like swearing and gesturing. And like you could see him just talking to himself. And then Malkin was getting talked down by the coach. Uh, Could bench
1: politics be the Penguins' downfall?
0: (laughs) But hey, it paid off in the end. I mean, it was Malkin to Kessel for the goal. So couldn't go wrong. The the result was what they wanted. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it all paid off. They're just, you know, that dysfunctional duo. Also, uh, sorry, 10th tenth, tenth playoff shout-out by Marc-Andre Fleury, tied for the league lead with uh, amongst active players with Hen- Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, and he's done it in 16 fewer games. So, again, everyone knows Marc-Andre Fleury is kind of hot-cold guy. So it yeah. sort of makes sense, but still a really impressive feat
1: nonetheless. Well, Considering how Fleury has played throughout the playoffs, uh, do you think this is going to keep him on the roster, considering that not... A month ago, uh, we were sitting here uh, talking about him being one of the top picks uh, in the expansion draft.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we had Matt Murray not hurt his groin in, was it game one? Like in pre- think, yeah, yeah he, in game one. And he, he didn't even get to play. Yeah, in yeah, the pregame. Play, pre-game. Yeah. I think Marc-Andre Fleury would have been submitted to be exposed. And now what? Now what do you do? I think he's still exposed. Still might? Yeah. Still, <laughs> might, <he's> still, <laughs> might.
1: still might, and he's going to guarantee yeah. himself, you know, probably starter money. Yeah, good. So
2: he's more exp- he's more expensive than Murray. He's older, although you know he's won a couple and of cups. Murray, know? I feel like more consistent. More consistent for sure. Yeah, I mean you can see how amazing Flurry's playing right now, but you've also seen him, you know, be an absolute joke in that. So which is why he lost the job to Matt Murray. Exactly. So.
0: But still, he'll make a hell of a face of the Las Vegas Knights franchise yeah, if they if that if he is exposed and he does go there, that'd be awesome. For and him. he'll have a lot of fun there.
2: <laughs> Las Vegas is actually going to be good. It's going to yeah. be fun. I think they'll push for the
1: playoffs,
0: and then they'll get their Raiders soon. Well, for it's a team end. that was deprived of professional sports teams, it's all coming in spades now. Sin
1: City. Congratulations, John. We're not even talking about <laughs> <the> <laughs> we're not even talking about the NFL this okay. week, and you got a Raiders mention in.
0: Carr apparently unhappy with his contract. Don't care. Uh,
2: okay. Don't care. That's
0: okay. He'll he'll go. Actually, I do
2: care. Any turmoil in Oakland? That'd be nice. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make him the highest paid quarterback. As we should. As we should.
1: Yeah. Now speaking of guys getting that starter money, Ben Bishop, uh 6 years, 29.5 million dollars to go and play for the Dallas Stars. Is Ben Bishop worth that kind of money? I think he
2: I think he is on a good team. It's not it's actually not that big of a contract. It's 5 year, 5 million a year, which is pretty solid for a good goaltender. The only issue I have is why is Dallas have three starting goaltenders, paying them all five million dollars. Well, one of them's going to have a good year, right? Yeah, which just ones, keep though? rotating yeah. them through, and we'll figure out which one real yeah. quick. They're going to need to get rid of one, and they're going to have to give up something just to get rid of them, right? No team's going to take on that cap for nothing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, de- it depends. I mean, who's who's at the floor and can probably use someone who's maybe a little more expensive to actually push them, uh, you know, up.
2: You saw Arizona do it last year. Oh, Sleepy Darius. Yeah, I'm I'm tired once I got to 30. Um, You saw Arizona Oh, man, dar. They took took Datsuk's contract last year to reach the floor, and in return, they moved up three spots in the NHL draft. So you might see that again. You might see Dallas move down from three to six or seven. um, Get back to where they belong in the draft?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Where they should have picked
2: originally? Yeah, and then give up like in the Emmy with that. So, yeah. You know, honestly, Vancouver might be might be a spot for that if if we don't resign Ryan Miller, um, get Niemi and Markstrom, give Demko one more year.
0: But overall, I think good move and pretty good off season so far for Dallas getting a pick way higher than they should have in the draft lottery, yeah. Yeah. and, and uh, then and Anaheim years. Anaheim making it uh, past the second round, which means they get a second round pick. Yeah. So it's all coming up stars.
1: Well, it's good. It's good to see someone's at least getting the draft pick that they want out of it. Besides us, oh, you, <laughs> you knew we were going to get hosed. Yeah, every year.
0: Canucks fans just
1: expect it now. Uh, as we talk about the expansion draft, uh, the other big thing that uh, they're going to be doing uh, during expansion draft weekend is, of course, the NHL awards. So let's look at the big five and give me your picks on uh, who's gotten it. So uh, the heart, anyone but Crosby, Sidney Crosby, Conric David, Sergei Bobrovsky.
2: I don't, I actually don't know why Sergei Bobrovsky is even in the equation for this. Who do you, who else would you? put up as another nominee he, he had a
1: know, fantastic yeah. season i get that it's a they just, would not, it's a two-horse race they, it's two-horse they, race. they and would really not a one-horse be, race they would not be there yeah without him literally like pulling magic out of that his ass at least a dozen times yeah. over the course of the season yeah. Yeah. yeah but they
2: also didn't win a single playoff game this year so
0: for sure you, you they, they have to be three nominees right so yeah. you can't yeah. just be like oh
2: they're like an eric carlson or something yeah true yeah fair That's but true. again you, yeah. like you said it's a two-horse race um I think it's a one horse race. I think it's McDavid this year. Uh, young kid led led them to uh, the coronation. So yeah, the coronation. Give it to him. The passing of the torch. This will be one of many for McDavid. Lock and loaded.
1: Well, yeah. let's. I mean, we have to. We have to ask. I mean, how many years, especially with his uh, history of concussions, is Sidney Crosby going to play?
0: That's the, true. Do we give him this one just the on the basis he might not, no, might not make I, no, it for another season?
1: I mean, I'm I'm just hooking that more on the fact that it's the coronation, and they're going to have to start like making new stars eventually. So this this is the beginning.
0: Yeah, I mean, McDavid, absolutely deserving. He's the only player this year to go over the century mark, uh, and he accounted for or factored in on 41% of Edmonton's scoring plays this year. So, I mean, that's absolutely ludicrous.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, definitely deserving. Luda! Luda! <laughs> He's got goals. Yes, he's got goals. Uh, the Calder, uh, the Calder Trophy. Too easy. Austin Matthews, Patrick Liney, and uh, Warinsky. Too easy. Mm-hmm. One horse race. One horse race. Austin Matthews. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Jack. Ad- okay. Jack Adams. Uh, Mike Babcock. Uh, the Mustache, formerly known as Torts and uh, McClellan from uh, Edmonton. Too easy
0: okay we can 't do all of them in one sentence <laughs> <laughs> well no i do 't think um, and I don 't think it is that easy. Mike Babcock for it, me. just to add to his resume because surprisingly he doesn 't have a Jack Adams yeah. award yet, which well, I found shocking.
2: I just think it 's Mike Babcock because Toronto was literally the worst team in the league last year well when you're,
1: it, you're polishing, you're polishing dime, uh, you' you 're polishing you 're polishing turds enough to make diamonds. In his case, like that, that's a winner. If you've gotten them to the playoffs with <laughs> <Deterred>. with what? <laughs> whoa, guys. whoa, whoa! He had like the best deterred. rookie class of all yeah. time. With yeah. deterred,
0: you definitely do get credit because I understand Lee, with rookies, you're teaching them how to be a pro. You're yeah. showing them, uh, you know, presumably with the veteran leadership and everything, how to be in the NHL. And obviously, it went swimmingly this season. But, uh, I mean, uh, Torts, I think, definitely also still deserves consideration considering the Cons- turnaround there. I mean, for for it's, turn polishing, it's, yes. It's, it's no coincidence that the three nominees this year are also the three coaches uh, behind uh, the three uh, franchises with the biggest turnarounds this year, one, but, two, and three. Yeah, so.
2: yeah. Uh, but I, I, I like Mike Babcock just because he's, he's taken literally children and took them to the playoffs. He took the worst team in the league and took them to the playoffs. And usually rookies don't really have a huge impact in their first year let alone like one rookie. He has three rookies who made big impacts, and he's obviously had this in his career where he's able to get the most out of young guys, and he obviously got the most out of them this year taking Washington to six games. So Babcock gets my vote.
1: I like McClellan to a degree, but I'm going to agree with you on Babcock there because, again, as you say, it's like that kind of magic right. with that kind of roster.
2: Let me see your Babcock, cock, cock. Your and, Babcock, and the Oilers... Babcock
0: arguably more talented, yeah, deeper team yeah. could have expe- had, had higher well, expectations well, they, coming into this they've year.
1: Had, they've had more time to build and to grow, to get to that point right. where, you know, outside of Matthews and Nazem Kadri, it's like, can anyone name a couple of players on the Toronto Maple Leafs? Yeah.
0: Mind you then same logic for the Blue Jackets. It's Brodsky. You got Wernska and Wernski.
1: Wernski mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. I, um Norris trophy. Eric Carlson, Brent Burns, and the guy that surprised the crap out of me when I saw he was here, Victor Hedman of the Tampa Bay Lightning.
2: Oh, it's just weird. It feels like I just had this conversation. Um, I would go with uh, Eric Carlson. Uh, I think he's playing the best out of any of those defensemen. I think he's actually one of the top players in the league, not just a defenseman. I would have had him in my heart trophy, like maybe top five there. Um, and you've seen him play in the playoffs. He's just carrying his team. He's playing unbelievable. Yeah,
0: because we'll to- the playoffs count for this award I it- here. Did you? Oh, cool.
1: (laughs) But yeah, no, but it makes sense. I mean, you look at, I mean, Burns, definitely uh, a sartorial favorite. One of the best dressed players in the league. One of the best bearded players in the league. But he's surrounded by a hell of a lot more talent than, uh, than Carlson is.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with either, but Carlson definitely showed a lot more improvement this year, especially on the defensive end. I mean that might have been the one knock on him prior to this season, but uh, then this year he stepped it up and had 201 block shots, which was good for second in the league, and he had the third most takeaways of any defenseman, finishing second uh, in points to Brett Burns. So give him the trophy. Yeah, definitely deserving. Although Hedman also deserving of being here, he had the hottest streak in the league down the stretch. Down the stretch. How do you kept
2: it up all year? Then maybe for sure. How does team had had they made the playoffs? Maybe
1: yeah. Uh, Vesna Bobrovsky. Uh, Carey Price and uh, Brayden Holtby. I think we're going to see Price in this every single year for his whole career. Well, until and, and yeah. until a Canadian team develops a consistent goaltender of his caliber for an, for a good couple of years, yeah, you're not going to see. He, he's just going to keep showing up.
2: Yeah, I like Bobrovsky here. Just the turnaround he's had well, from the they, last couple of years. They're
1: not going to they're not going to give it to torts, so they'll give yeah. the token celebration of Columbus to Bobrovsky.
0: Would be cool to see Holtby get back to back, but. And he's he's definitely deserving, but I think Bobrovsky, I mean, the hard award. Nominate, I mean, when was, when was the last
1: time that happened? Like back-to-back Vesnas?
0: Uh, you expect me to
1: just like have that ready,
0: locked No, loaded? I do
1: know. It just literally occurred to me. So I'm looking it up now. Yeah, I do have it locked and loaded. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I'm a professional.
0: Come on. It was in uh, 7 08 with Marty Brodeur. Oh, so that's going to be that long. I was, I, mean, like, that's
2: I was hoping like 25, 30 Pretty years. long. It's a
0: decade. Close to a decade. You didn't, you had all your
2: hair when. <laughs> that's true. That's true. When I was like 40 pounds lighter. Um, I like Bobrovsky because of the team in front of him compared to the team that um, Holtby has. I mean, Holtby's team was a President's Trophy winner, and they were very good when when their backup was in, but Bobrovsky was literally stealing them 10 to 15 games this year. Give it to the man. Next. That's it. Oh, damn it. (laughs)
1: Sorry. Okay, who's
2: winning the Cup? Who's winning the Cup? Pittsburgh, if they're healthy. They're not healthy. I'll tell you who's not winning the cup. You can't say I'll if they're you. healthy. They've lost so many
0: guys.
1: No, they're not I'm, healthy. I'm no, they're going to come back. She I'm, I'm going to go in on out. the Nashville Predators. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm
2: just going to go with who's not going to win the cup,
1: and that's Ottawa for me. Did you, yep. It's like the most yep. cop out it's, it's yep. Someone has to take the cop-out kid. Yeah. Uh, for,
2: uh, you haven't been copping out lately, so i got to I'm going to say you. the Ducks. It's a
1: birthday present. I like I'm going to say
2: ducks.
0: the Ducks, although, it's honestly, it's a toss-up between Predators and Ducks and... Hopefully Big Poppy's not listening right now, but the winner of Game 3 in NHL Playoff Series that uh, are tied 1-1 has gone on to win 67.7% of the time. So the odds are in the Predators'
2: favor. Yeah, but the odds are also probably in Edmonton's favor when they were up to nothing on the road against the Ducks. Ducks don't care. (laughs) They fly together. They fly together.
1: Gentlemen, moving on to the NBA. Kawhi Leonard down. Andre Iguodala down. How... Important are these injuries going to be to the Golden State Warriors San Antonio Spurs series?
2: Yeah, I'd argue that Iguodala injury is just absolutely massive for this series. <laughs> it's crazy. I
0: mean, you definitely saw the impact of that yeah, last, last night. night yeah. I mean, the Warriors were definitely feeling the
2: loss. Had they not had, had Iggy played, you know, maybe forty point win, right?
1: instead I, I, of 36. I, 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 so you're saying he's only got a four-point impact. Yeah, can somebody yeah. get me a sponge to wipe up the sarcasm in uh, the room? I,
2: so I think, yeah, like like we just said, I think Iggy has like a four-point uh, swing, and I think Kawhi has a 50-point swing. Yeah. this On team, both ends, so on 100 100-point swing. 100 <laughs> <point> swing. <laughs> You've seen it since he went out. They've now, they lost the second half last game by, say, 25 points. And they lost this game by 36.
1: Are it's- we calling sweep at this stage, considering that, uh, if, if how
2: do- bad it's been? If he doesn't come back. If I'm, I'm come expecting back. Kawhi comes back to play this
0: this game. I don't care what state his ankle's in. I don't think yeah. he's going to s- sit around watching his yeah. team get absolutely annihilated for another game.
2: Yeah, uh, I didn't expect that. I thought... I mean, without Kawhi, sure. I thought they were going to lose. I don't think they were going to lose by 36.
0: I mean, Pop said it best in his uh, press conference after the game, just saying, you know, the whole team went into this and was already defeated. They just didn't come to play. The only player who uh, might break that rule is Jonathan Simmons. Yeah,
2: really cool story there. But I think, uh, like you said, I think Kawhi does come back, but I don't think he's going to be 100%. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a sweep here. Golden State is the most unguardable team in the history of the NBA.
1: How many Zaza tattoos are people getting after this? <laughs> I yeah. mean, that might be the most impactful,
2: you know, thing to happen in this series. Because did we see Aldridge close out yesterday on, on Durant? Yeah. It didn't lead to a uh, sprained ankle, but he did the exact same thing, the double step and Durant landed on his foot. Mm. little revenge. Why is no one talking about that? Because he didn't sprain his ankle. Yeah.
1: If there's if there's no blood or if there's no knockout injury, then it's just the way the game is
2: played. but had Kawhi not sprained his ankle two times already, maybe he maybe he wouldn't have played. for sure no absolutely,
0: but also no one's talking about it because it's i mean at least for me, I am like that kind of makes sense little little get even sure, but after you like, take out our best player, maybe
2: we take a little couple i I get it, but you know if you see pop just ripping into the media about how you know that's such a dirty play, it's such bullshit, then you know. Talk about the same thing with your your own player, just did it to their best player. And yes, I'm saying Durant's our best player. Payback's a bitch, but he didn't get it.
0: Yeah, no, attempted
2: I, payback. Attempted payback. Still could, a bitch. Could, could
0: be a bitch. Yeah, I mean, the, obviously Kawhi. Uh, you saw the climb uh, me out. a river. <laughs> yeah, I had to fit that in, you're so- <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I shared with you those stats on Kawhi, uh, Kevin, Kevin Durant's yeah. performance with Kawhi guarding him versus yeah. when Kawhi went, went out, and it's just insane. I mean, the, the shooting percentage, uh, the true shooting percentage goes from 85% to 43%. Uh, he had twice as many points. His usage percentage was double. Yeah. It, I, mean,
2: I, would, I would argue that um, obviously that had a big effect, but part of that was just the fact that the Warriors were playing absolutely terrible in that first half. One of the worst halves of basketball I've seen them play in a long time.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, but I would argue that that's in part because no, a lot of the yeah. offense flows through KD, and KD can't do what KD normally does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now we're now we're looking at you know yeah. secondary options and putting more pressure on Steph. Maybe he's not getting as open a look on a screen. Yeah.
2: No, no, definitely Clay hasn't been definitely you no know, hasn't man. really taken over any games this playoffs this year.
0: I like mean, a couple of games. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah.
2: He's a totally different player. So yeah. Anyways, it's too bad.
0: Warriors I I wish they were playing
2: full strength. Yeah, me too. That would have been a good series.
1: Tonight, Celtics and Cavs kick off Isaiah versus LeBron. Everyone, a lot of people in the media are talking about how this is kind of a foregone conclusion already. Yeah.
0: Is it? I kind of think so. I kind of think so, too. They might... I kind of feel like that, I kind of feel like maybe a little letdown game here yeah. for game one. Uh, you know, coming in after a long layoff. Uh, full Celtics full. running full bore after the Wizard series. And so. no,
2: no injuries for the Celtics. Yeah, it's kind of annoying me when I listen to like Jay Crowder and Isaiah Thomas. It's like no one believed in us. Like no one thought we were going to win last round. Look at us now. Okay, listen, guys. Uh, I actually think everyone had you guys beating the Washington uh, Wizards. You were
1: the favorite. You were playing a four seed. But I think they're yeah. trying to build themselves... In as, their, in their yeah. heads, they're trying yeah. to build, build yeah. themselves up as the underdogs because they knew that... I mean, everyone knew that they were going to get to this point. Ex- yeah. Except for the Washington Wizards, maybe. Yeah. But now that they're up against the Cavs, they are the perceived yeah. underdog against everyone. So yeah. now it's they have to reach back to that and be yeah. like, okay.
2: But stop, but stop, stop telling me you were the underdog against the Wizards. Stop telling me you, you sure. were the underdogs against Chicago. And guess what? You probably would have lost to Chicago had Ron not got hurt. So just man up and, and finally decide, hey, we were supposed to get to this point. Now let's see if we can get any further. So the yeah. question
1: is, how many games are you giving the Celtics in this series? Five. You you're giving them five games to win. Sorry, okay, <laughs> no, What? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> or, five,
2: five, five. Like I think they win game one. So you're giving them one, and then it's a reverse. Sweep. You think Boston wins game one?
0: Yeah. Oh wow. I I don't know. I just feel like there yeah. could be a letdown game here well, where well, the I Cavs have been on a long layoff. We saw the rust with the Warriors. How that first half they yeah. were just a f- yeah freaking mess. So I kind of am predicting the same thing. I don't know.
2: And um, I think. I think, I mean, obviously, Olenek had a huge impact in Game 6. I don't think he's going to have a huge impact in this series. But people like Marcus Smart, Avery Bradley, who can play defense, are going to really have a good time um, slowing down Kyrie Irving. And then Jay Crowder on LeBron. That's a tough matchup for him. And then you can actually hide Isaiah Thomas because he has to guard a Imam Shumpert or a J.R. Smith. Like, he can guard one of those guys because they don't do anything except for jack threes. Yeah. No, that's
0: fair. I I mean, I agree. They definitely should be more able to hide Isaiah than they were with, you know, Otto Porter who would shred him every single game in the wizard series. Um, but I think you're underestimating the, the, how well LeBron is playing right now. I think regardless of who's on, him, sure Jay Crowder, Oh, tough matchup. The, dude, the guy is just on yeah. fire. Yeah. So maybe he has some time to cool off. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's what I'm banking on
1: for game one. Gentlemen, the NBA draft lottery was last night who won I mean, we know... We it's know, so
0: much more uneventful than the NHL
2: draft lottery. We know like,
1: who, but we know who lost. The New Jersey Nets lost. Yeah, they <laughs> lost. <laughs> they, Brooke, they were the greatest losers.
2: You're going back to 2012 years. Brooklyn now.
1: Uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> but didn't... Okay. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe when they made the trade, they yeah, were No, the no that's the point. Because literally, like, 2012, when the trade <laughs> happened. Yeah, so. yeah. You saw uh, yesterday they kind of uh, had a,
2: a stat of what um, Boston got out of this. It was like it was unbelievable. They got like they got another first round pick next year. Yeah, from Brooklyn. Danny Ainge is just sitting yeah. laughing. The or, biggest trade rape in the history of the NBA. Pretty much. Yeah. Or Kobe for Vlade, but that wasn't supposed to be as crazy. No, I
1: don't think anyone expected that to uh, pay off for the Lakers in but the manner that it did.
2: My only question is, um, you know, the two best players in this draft, maybe two of the top three players, are point guards, and it seems like they're pretty set on, on guards with. Isaiah Thomas, Marcus Martin, and Avery Bradley. So, do they still take best player available?
1: Well, that's the, that's interesting. Thing is that there's already been rumblings that the Lakers have been reaching out to or to a few people and having conversations about D'Angelo Russell. So mm-hmm. there is a, there is already early talk that uh, they may try and uh, peddle him between now and the draft, or you know more than likely on draft day, yeah. uh, which then opens up the door for them to establish. Lavar time. The Lavar era. Or the, well, yeah, Lonzo. But yes, fair enough.
0: Also, Lavar. They're tied at the hip, aren't they? Um, ball is life. Ball is life. Mind you, actually, it's funny because I guess uh, whether they keep or uh, get rid of D'Angelo Russell, he's more at home at the two, anyways. And whomever they're taking high up in the draft here is likely going to play point for them. So it's not exactly overlapping. But with with Boston, I mean, who's definitely in win-now mode, and they're really close, they're one piece away, it is kind of curious that they would bother to take a point guard who's going to sit behind IT. Well, the question
1: is, though, then, if do you want, like, are you really that hard-sold on either Jason Tatum or Josh Jackson going number one?
2: I I would think they would be more willing to trade the pick than take any of those guys. And it makes sense for them. Like you said, they're in win-mode now. They might get Gordon Herewood next year. Imagine they can get another you know, power forward or center, um, with that first pick, so that Amir Johnson never
1: needs to it's, see the floor. Yeah,
2: yeah. Anytime you have Gerald Green or Amir Johnson starting, you know you can do better. So trade this pick, move back six, seven spots. Who knows what you can get?
1: Rubio and uh, and a first for the number one.
2: But that doesn't even help them. I, yeah, I think they need me? to go after
1: bigs. Like,
2: how about how about um, Kelly Olynyk
1: and a first? For Porzingis, well, could you see? Zachary? I mean, do we, you,
0: no, they would never, could, they would never deal him. No, Why? The, they the, would never deal him. New pick? York
1: will riot. First pick may be better New York than will riot if they get Porzingis. Porzingis is the only bright light on that team at this stage. But the first pick might be better than him. No.
2: Yes. Yeah, okay. So. Here, here, I got another one. Jay Crowder, Micro Smart, first pick for Porzingis, and uh, again, it's Porzingis. So no. But you're talking about the first pick. They pick took a different pick. pick. They took Porzingis like two years ago at like four.
1: Is there anybody on the Sacramento Kings that could help the Boston Celtics at this stage? Because <laughs> if, any, if, any, if anyone... No I, no, I know. But that's the thing is that with both the five and the ten slots, yeah. if anyone is going to probably be active with one of their picks, it kind of feels like it's going to be the Kings. Okay, I got, a, I got Go another Go get Boogie.
2: I, I got another one. I got another one. Sarich. Uh, Saric. They're never going di- to again, you're freaking young promising studs. Of course, I would guarantee you they would give up Darius Stars for the first pick. Guarantee it. You're talking about a game changer in, in Fultz or Ball and they need a point guard. They don't need a European power forward on that team. I would bet my life on it that if you offered that trade, they would bite and I would And that actually, would work and for and both I, and I and think. I think Boston actually would want more out of that out of that trade. I would not give up my first for Dario Sarge. God, no. Hot takes. You do. He, he's, he was a stud this year. Sure, but when you take a number one overall, he could be like a franchise player.
1: But it's an interesting year, too, because, I mean, one through seven, there's somebody's getting someone good. I mean, you look at uh, like Malik Monk is probably going to go seven, seven, eight, nine. De'Aaron
2: Fox. Yeah. So maybe you just take your chances if you're one of the teams back there. Yeah, I mean... My whole hope is Lonzo doesn't get drafted.
1: Not like he's, this, yeah. He's going tough, too. <laughs> I
2: don't know why LA loves him.
1: Everybody likes a local boy. I hate him. Next. B- big baller brand. <laughs> big <laughs> baller brand, yeah. Give me some, maybe, give me some discounts next on this. Year,
2: next year, the logos are going on the NBA jerseys. So, like, Goodyear is going on the Cleveland.
1: The, they've already... Uh, the, the merch is already um, being manufactured. Wow.
2: I wonder if uh, if Lakers get Lonzo, Lavar puts in their contract that they have to put BBB on their jerseys. I could I could see him doing. I could see him trying that.
1: <laughs> Just let's be thankful that nobody is drafting a European really, really high.
2: Why well, it worked out for Porzingis, and apparently now they won't trade him for
1: anything. Yeah. I'm just
2: saying. Yeah, he's but that's, the only
0: bright spot on that team.
2: Except he hates them now. Yeah. So. Prison God is the
0: that, unicorn. That's, that's legit. Actually, that yeah. would be the only reason they might move on if yeah. they are tied to Phil. They do have that rift. I'd,
2: I still don't think he's a a, a player I would uh, mold my entire team around. Prison sure, is. I think he's yeah. a good secondary. Well, you, base.
1: you mold you mold around him because that's literally all, all you you've yeah. got.
2: But if if I had a chance to get a game changer, like you know, if you think that guy is faults, I would rather. You know, him him be my cornerstone.
1: Porzingis and Mello
2: for the number one? Oh, God.
1: I Man, just just to get rid of Mello? Yeah.
2: You'd have to throw in Porzingis just so they could yeah. do that. And you know what? They might do that if it wasn't a swap of the first, if they actually get the first, because yeah. then Knicks would get first, eighth, and they would change their franchise
1: like that way. That would be a radical overhaul. Yeah.
2: That would make sense.
1: Gentlemen, let's talk a little baseball before we close it out this week. Uh, the Chicago Cubs are scaring the crap out of Everyone, they're in fourth place currently, uh, 18 and 19. Uh, there's a lot of panic. Should people be panicking, or are the Cubs gonna be okay?
2: Mm, panic a little bit. I think it might be another 110 years before they win this World Series again. That's my hot take.
0: 110 years. That's a
2: fucking long time. I think. I, yeah, I think it's time to actually panic a little bit. Um, we're now 40 games into the season. We're a quarter way through. They're not looking like the same dominant team as they were last year. They're going to need to go on a big run, but we've seen teams go on big runs that didn't really start out well. You look at the Blue they're, Jays; they're two and a half games back. Sure, it's not the fact that how far they're back; it's just how they're playing. I think at this point of season, a lot of people projected them to be thirty and ten. You know, the most dominant team in baseball, and they're not. They're sub five hundred. So just because their division's not playing well, you know, I still think you can panic
1: a little bit. Everyone relax. Well, I mean, R E L A X. St. Louis and Milwaukee pretty much tied first in the NL Central. Um, the Cubs not too far away. Uh, Milwaukee has a long-standing history of uh, you know pissing the bed and uh, going on long losing streaks late in the season. Yeah. So it's really going to come down to Chicago and St. Louis and who's. You know, very likely to end up getting the uh, the wild card in there. Yeah, it's not going to be in the. It's not coming out of the East. I think the struggle for the wild card is probably going to end up being between Arizona, LA, and uh, Chicago.
2: Yep, I agree. Um, and and the Giants are actually making a little bit of a run here with five straight games. So. If they can keep that up, they're going to make the push for the wild card.
1: They're still seventeen to twenty-four. There's a yeah. long way to go, and I love the San Francisco Giants. But they're only
2: four or five games back in a long season. We still got like three hundred and eighty-eight games left for them in their, in their season. Yeah. But like you said, I think Milwaukee will drop. Uh, I'm not. I'm not so worried about the Cubs. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I just think the way they're playing, they're not as big of a threat as they as
1: they were kind of hoping. Well, it's interesting though because there's a uh, they, they've got a much more young kid, like really good young kids that could actually show up uh this season mm-hmm. and i'm interested to see if they end up pulling the trigger and bringing them up uh and you sort of see the same kind of infusion of uh you know zero fucks given that you saw when uh chris bryan came in when kyle schwarber came in yeah essentially that got them to where they are
2: yeah yeah Uh, I don't know it's possible Um, but I think again we're talking about the Cubs the Dodgers are both in third place I think they're both gonna get into the playoffs but I absolutely love the way the Rockies are playing 25 and 15 Um, you know who to thunk it. I don't know. It's awesome Cause is it, saw, is,
1: it, is, it the, is it just like the fitness of the air in Denver? Or? Yeah.
2: They can just smash the balls. You saw them um you tell them kind of go on a hot streak earlier last year, but it didn't last this long. You no, know, they
1: they weren't consistent enough yeah. last season to uh, to keep it up.
2: And the only reason they were kind of keeping it up last year was cuz Trevor Story was on that historic home run binge. But this year it looks like they they could be for real and they might they might push for that playoff spot. Do the
0: Mariners give up all hope? Uh, no.
1: Robinson Cano now on the DL. It's it's kind of hard. Uh, it's kind of hard.
2: They're just wasting Felix Hernandez's talent over this decade. It's unfortunate. You have an ace like that who can win you every it's, single it's time. Like, it's
1: like it's it's like Jose Bautista with the Jays. Prime Jose Bautista never got to the playoffs. Yeah. and now it's just. Well, but it's just also going to be hard too because I mean, um, Houston is so dominant in the West. Yeah, and then after that, it's like the Angels and the Rangers both. Are good enough to make wild card runs at least. So. Yeah,
2: the Rangers have won seven straight, so they're making a big run for it. Um, you saw Seattle kind of started making a little bit of a run, and then injuries. So unfortunately, they're down. Going to catch them play on Friday, which is going to be going to be nice. They're playing the White Sox. Going to go down there.
1: Bryce Harper the man of the moment, uh, signs a one-year, $21.6 million deal uh, to uh, extend his contract and avoid arbitration, which means he will be up for just an obscene amount of money. I was going to say, 21 mil, what a steal. (laughs) An obscene amount of money come the end of the 2018 season. So that then begs the question, are the Nats going to be able to keep him, or do you see the big names in the league um, offering up like just wheelbarrows full of money to this kid? I think he's what twenty. Like he's yeah. twenty five. He's twenty five now. You know, he's, he's had four, he's, all, yeah. four or three, three or four yeah. All Star seasons. I mean, he
2: might get the biggest contract in, in MLB mm-hmm. history. I wouldn't be surprised if you got a ten year, three hundred and thirty million dollar contract. Think about those staggering numbers, and Washington I, should give it to him.
1: They should give it to. Him. They should. I don't know if they will. I think they're. They. I think they might be dumb enough not to, or at least to get into a bidding war. Uh, you look at, say, where the Yankees are right now in yeah. terms of this youth movement. They're coming up on um, Judge Sanchez. Um, they've got just a swath of amazing kids um, currently down, like in Triple A. So they might offer him. Why not? Yeah. The, oh, I mean, if the they're good, I mean, it's New York. Yeah. Why would they not just like go in and say, okay, here's, here's $400 million. Yeah. Come on over. Yeah. It's possible. And I mean, Harper and pinstripes. It just like the, the kid is on his way to being the mantle or the DiMaggio of our era.
2: Yeah. But it'd be nice if, if Washington kind of makes a run this year and makes a playoffs or even gets to the world series, they'll might be more willing to, to fork it out for him.
1: I kind of, I kind of cover that in the, in a blog post that I did on the yeah. Fans United site this week. I'm talking about how, if Washington is going to win the world series, this is this is the year they need to do it they because do they it. have no, because if they're going to keep him around, they got to, you know, you got to have him holding the trophy, yeah. you know, in the car going or you know, at least,
2: ne- or at least get there. Yeah. Right. Cause then they can sell him on the hate. we look how far we're we like, got this
1: close. We'll spend a little, we'll spend a little money in free agency to reinforce the team. 2018. Yeah. We're all in. Yeah. All for one. But, I mean,
0: I think right now they're the prohibitive favorite coming out of the NL, so.
1: Probably. Looking good on that front. Yeah. Gentlemen, do you have anything else to add this week? Happy birthday, Dar. Thank you. Thank
0: you. And to mothers everywhere, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. A little belated, but.
1: Yeah. This has been episode 28 of the Fans Unite Huddle brought to you by Fantasy Six Sports where anyone can play and everyone can win if you haven't signed up, registered and starting wagering your units. What in God's name are you doing? Get out there. There's lots of baseball. There's esports. There's playoffs. There's MMA. Everything you could ever want to uh, wager your units on and so much more. Uh, Shouts out to everyone in the Fans Unite chat room. Thank you for your support. Uh, shouts out to everyone behind the scenes. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, the sports editor of uh, notable Vancouver publication, uh, The Daily Hive. But until then, stadium is closed.